and Warm Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is the NFL Week 17 podcast. How are we doing today, good sir? I am doing great. How are you? Oh, you know, just just dandy. We we missed last week. You know, travel, sickness, illness ran through the podcast on my end. You were traveling, but this is why you follow the, the Instagram page, posted a nice two and one record gambling wise. And thankfully last week you covered me because I went one and two the last time we recorded. You went two and one. So you know what? We made it out by the, the skin of our teeth on that one. Just made it out. We we kept things interesting, but we just made it out. It's been a weird, it's been a weird NFL season as we come to a wrap. Um, we're not going to really break this game down. Jets Browns are playing Thursday night. We're recording obviously right before this. We hit on it briefly. Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year. I'm, I'm settled at this point. If if they win the North, that man deserves to be be coach of the year for what that team has accomplished. And also hilarious that it took their fourth quarterback guy off the street, mm-hmm. true veteran and. Joe Flacco to acknowledge that David and Joe, who's one of the best passing weapons. Like <laughs> how long have we sat on this podcast saying, get that man more involved. And it took Flacco coming in for them to be like, Oh yeah, he could be one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. We have been saying that for uh, quite some time now. And, and Vegas is already starting to catch up. I think it's total base 52 and a half. I was like, Whoa, whoa. We, we weren't getting those numbers a few weeks ago. No. Um, so yep. People are catching on. He's having, you know, a great little December here. Um, good to see. And yeah, Flacco, man. Flacco's been, it's, it's fun seeing that happen. You know, it's the last thing I would have expected. If they were on like a little playoff run, that would be awesome. We, we, we hit on it briefly like two weeks ago, but Baltimore is quivering in their boots. They do not want to see that man, Joe Flacco, with that number one, top three, we'll call him defense right now in the NFL mm-hmm. coming down the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the last thing I want to say. Um, all right, let's talk about some games. We've got ourselves a Saturday game. Nice 8-18 Lions-Cowboys. Line is at 5.5, over under 52.5. The Detroit Cowboys have done something that has not happened really in our lifetime. It's been, I think, since 1993. Uh, they have won the N- NFC North Division, which is unfortunate because I'm sitting on a Vikings ticket to win that stupid division, but that didn't happen. Um, I'm still convinced had Kirk Cousins not gotten hurt that that team would be in the running there. Um, going against the Cowboys, though. Cowboys are the favorite. They've had a bit of a a rough spree here away from home base in Dallas. How are you kind of seeing this one and, and, and the way this might break down? This one's tough because Detroit, you know, I do think they're a good team, but they have moments where they, they make – you know, they worry me a lot, uh, especially over this last month. Even this game that they just won against Minnesota, they won by six points. I mean, Nick Mullins was terrible. I mean, he was so bad. I'm like, how are you not winning this game by, you know, two or three scores? Um, so that that certainly worries me. Um, Dallas, you know, they're coming off that tough game against uh, Dolphins. They haven't really beaten anyone other than, you know, that, that win against the Eagles. Um, I will see how significant that is or isn't. However, it's just there's something about this Lions team that I, I just don't trust them quite like I used to. As long as this stays under the, that six, this game's down in Dallas. I am going to go with the Cowboys here. Now, if it were to jump to six, or heaven forbid, six and a half, which I think that won't happen, but they're going to roll over Detroit. But we keep this thing under six. I am I'm 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 staying with Dallas. I'm kind of with you. That that six that six marker is key for this game. This is a Lions team. We flagged it a, a couple weeks ago that the defense should be concerning. I mean, six most missed tackles in the NFL at this point. Sloppy at that end. They're giving up the seventh most 
net yards gained per pass attempt right now, and they're 23rd when it comes to percentage of drives that end in a score um, defensively. So this is a defense that is leaking water against an offense that when they are at home, this Dallas team has been different. Like, it, it just is. Yeah. Um, this is a team that can't play away from Dallas. They've been better. McCarthy's been great about lining CeeDee Lamb up in different spots. I have a feeling he's going to probably just reside in the slot and tear up this Lions secondary because they have been very susceptible to slot wide receivers. Virtually every wide receiver is eaten. So that's a prop that you might want to look at. I think both these offenses could have success, but it's it's the combination of you got the Lions away from home. Jared Goff has not been great against pressure. This is a Dallas team that can kind of get after it. You're looking at more short to intermediary stuff. It's a defense that, you know, I have a feeling the Lions are probably going to be playing from behind, so they're not going to be able to just kind of run in their base offense. I'm with you. If, if the number is below six, I, I, I kind of lean Cowboys there. Starts to get above six. We'll see if it does again. I think the Lions are probably the play, but great celebration for Lions fans. I'm happy for our Lions listeners, but mm-hmm. I, I think there is reason to be worried about maybe just, you know, caution optimism for the postseason going forward. Yeah. Um, your four, your 49ers, your commanders are taking on a good old 49ers. I wish they were my 49ers. <laughs> That'd be great. And Riverboat Ron has said, screw playing the young quarterback and getting him reps. Let's then bring in Bursette as he is a lame duck coach at this point. How are we feeling about this game sitting at 12 and a half over under at 50? 12 and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel pretty good about the Niners being able to cover that pretty easily, to be honest with you. Um, the offense, you know, I'm glad. Well, I'm not glad, but. You know, this is a good time. You know, if we are going to make the move, we want to play another quarterback just for the hell of it. I mean, Jacoby has looked better the few times he's come in in relief. Um, the, the good thing for us Commander fans that, you know, have brains is, well, we're playing the Niners. We're going to lose. And then we play the Cowboys. We're going to lose that, too. So who cares? It's all right. Don't worry. Don't panic. We're fine. Um, this, yeah, this is going to be an ass kicking. The Niners need this win. You know, they, they're not going to come in, you know, just, playing half-ass because they've got anything wrapped up because they don't. They want that one seed. They want to make this easy. There's a lot of revenge factor going in here. Um, Niners, you know, they, they got Chase Young. I'm sure Chase Young will play motivated football. They've got Kyle Shanahan, Trent Williams. You know, so there's there's a lot of motivation there as well. I think the Niners really just give us the business. Um, I, I would bet, you know, just Kittle, Debo, Christian McCaffrey is going to annihilate us. Um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a bad one. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't love, we, we, we do not like big spreads in this game. We got back-to-back games. We're about to talk about with big spreads and I've got back-to-back games where I'm taking a big spread team, not to give away the hand a little bit there, but like it's, it's a bit of a doozy to stay at least. Um, Pat's bills lines at 13 over under 40 bills are hungry. This is a hungry team against the Patriots team. That is on a defense that is still reliable as always under bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. But my God, an offense that is an eyesore like none other. I don't love big time spreads at all, but I'm just I'm having a hard time knowing the position the Bills are in that they don't try to kind of put their foot down on the pedal here and get themselves a big momentum win against a division rival in this spot. Yeah, I mean they are rolling. You could make an argument they're you know outside of the Ravens. Obviously, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Uh, they had you know they. Their little panic situation there, but they're coming off three straight wins. Patriots, yeah, it's it's looking ugly. The only thing I can think, like I, I don't know, maybe because Belichick here, you know, is playing against the Bills, then he's got the Jets in his two last games in New England. Maybe there's some like big time motivation there. Yeah. 
but how much does that translate to his shitty players? Probably not that much. <laughs> um, so I will go with the Bills. That's very fair. Um, a marquee game. Ravens-Dolphins. This is a good one to talk about. Lines at three, over under 47.5. Ravens getting themselves a big, big-time win against the 49ers. You have a Dolphins team here trying to finish out their regular season hot and get go good momentum heading into the playoffs, but they are a banged-up team as of, as of right now. Where are we at with this Ravens team, this Dolphins team, and how this kind of game breaks down? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I, I think, you know, this is a game, I, I definitely think the Ravens will win this. Um, you're getting three and a half over there, as you said? I got three right now. It flashed to three, Ooh. so we lost the oh, hook. Wow. <laughs> that does change things a little bit, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're sitting at three. I, I, I'd probably go Ravens. I am a little worried. It is, it's a short week for them coming off a big-time high, traveling across the country back home. That worries me a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit bummed that this is a one o'clock game. I think yeah. this is a good game. I would, I destroyed I never do this, but I'm actually strongly considering throwing this on the main TV during my terrible teens game. Um, but yeah, I just, that worries me a little bit. Um, Tua, I, I don't, I don't know how relevant this is, but he had the game of his life against the Ravens one time before. <laughs> um, and Lamar's also had some absurd games, obviously against Miami most of the time in Miami. So yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really fun matchup. Give me a hook. I like the Dolphins, but you give me just that three alone. You know, I, I do like the Dolphins, I mean, the Ravens, you know, Justin Tucker, you know, getting a dub there at the end possibly. Um, so yeah, I, I, if we were doing three, give me the Ravens. But I'm a little worried about the little, little bit of a hangover, perhaps. I am worried about the hangover effect because this is a team that has lacked consistency. I mean, you just look through the games. Every time they've come up big, they've then proceeded to do something stupid in their next game. Like, they get a good division win against the Bengals. They lose to the Colts. They get a big win against the Browns. They then turn around and lose to the Steelers. You destroy the Lions. You turn around and play one of the sloppiest games against the Cardinals. I'm still mad at them for losing that cover and opportunity. You take a Seahawks team to the absolute wood chipper, and then you lose to the Browns at home the following week. And then you like beat the Bengals again, and you come out and you play bad against the Chargers. Like This team has lacked the consistency that I'd like to see at this point in the season. And this is a team I stood on the table for at preseason like, look, Todd Munkin's is going to come in. This offense is going to buzz. Like this is going to be an exciting football team. They are like they've showed in big moments that they could compete. But it's a team that like I don't know if it's just they're not getting up week to week or they're just saving things or what they're doing. They're anticipating a long run, so you know they've maybe taken some plays off or whatever. But they've just lacked that consistency. Um, I think Kyle Hamilton also potentially being out for this game is a, is a a positive for the Dolphins because look. Ravens stumped the 49ers last week. Mike McDan or Mike McDon Mike McDaniels. Mike McDonald's is the defense coordinator for the Ravens. Mike McDaniels. Um, school of Shanahan. We've talked about this in, in previous weeks where, you know, the benefit that he gets from seeing the 49ers go up against opponent beforehand, seeing what works and doesn't work, and then being able to implement that into this game. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think is an advantage. So I think there's an opportunity here for points more specifically than anything. Um, I, I don't... The hook definitely comes into play here. I haven't taken... I really want to take the Ravens, but the inconsistency bug is what's kept me off of them so far at this point. Yeah. So I'm looking more probably towards a total, but I don't hate the logic you lay out there around hooks and kind of where this may go. Um, I'm also going to be looking at an injury report. You know, does Waddle play? Does he not play? 
where he's kind of at with this high ankle sprain. But it's it's an interesting matchup to say the least. Where are you at with Lamar Jackson MVP talks? Because that, I mean, at this point, as long as he doesn't really kind of throw it away, it seems like he's going to be the MVP of the league. Yeah, it's just a weird year for MVPs in general. It feels like a perfect year to not give it to a quarterback because it's like, <laughs> hey, look, we don't have to give it to a quarterback this year. This is fun. So, I mean, if we're going to give it to a quarterback, probably give it to Lamar. Now, one thing people – I understand he's erratic and he's crazy. Josh Allen has 40 combined touchdowns right now. Um, that's that's a lot. <laughs> um, so he might just kind of want to keep an eye on what Josh Allen does over these last two weeks. I mean, if he has two five touchdown games and he's got 50 total touchdowns, you might want to give it to him. Yeah, right now I saw Lamar, if he were to win and stays on pace for what he's been doing, he will have the lowest amount of total touchdowns in any MVP winner in the history of the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just, I look, you just look back to that 2019 season compared to this season. He's off the mark completely. Like, it, I think it's it highlights yeah. just to what you were saying. It's a weird year for quarterbacks. And we've seen that in kind of the play in the NFL this year, and especially from a betting standpoint. This would be the perfect year to move away from, like, the quarterback-dominated award center of the MVP. But that's clearly not going to happen. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. No. I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Cardinals, Eagles, the Battle of the Birds, lines at 11, over under 48 and a half. I mean, I don't know if anybody's been more dead on right about the Eagles than we have on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I love a good bird battle, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, yeah, the Eagles are just that defense. It is just it's 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 atrocious. It's, it's leaking so water. <laughs> it's just leaking water. It's 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 a bad situation. Now, I mean, obviously, everything that's going on in Arizona is it's it's, it's a bad affair as well. Um, but that's a big spread. Um, so you know, what? give me give me the Redbirds in this matchup. I'm with you. I the Eagles. I don't. I don't know if their problems are fixable at this point. Like maybe there's a part of me that's holding on to the fact that like maybe. Jalen Hurts injury, they're just he's not being as willing of a runner. And when you get into these high pressured playoff type games, whatnot, he's gonna turn that factor on because it's, you know, lose, go home. And that might help fix it a little bit offensively. But then you got the defensive show where it's like outside of your defensive line, there's nothing going on there. <laughs> Zilch. Nothing. Zero. It's terrible. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> that that secondary, I mean, it is a joke. I mean, anyone can get open against them. And then the offense, the issue, in my opinion, is that deep down to their core, this is actually a running football team. Yes. The problem is they have Devontae Smith and AJ and AJ Brown. So they're like, huh, what do we do here? And they're just not embracing what they are. Identity, an identity crisis is not something you want at any point in life, never mind when you're trying to win Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not in January in the NFL. No, nope. sir. Um, a team that's just battling out for the worst division in the history of NFL ever, maybe. Uh, uh, my Bucks and Saints. The line's at two and a half, over under 43. Mike Evans has done it once again. That man is going to get a brink truck backed up to his house this offseason by some team. It won't be my Bucks, but by some team, we'll be backing up a brink truck in the ultimate professional. That is Mike Evans going up against the Saints to try to continue to win this division and make a playoff run. Yay. Um, what are we going? Are we doing anything with this game? Yeah. I mean, at this point, Nate, I think what you got to do is you just got to embrace this situation because your team is eight and seven. I and know. Like, 
they could go ten. They could go ten and seven. You could win ten games. I mean, I might uh, be the least happy ten win fan the history of the NFL's ever seen. I mean, at this yeah, point, we're giving Baker a long term deal, so whatever. Oh yeah, I think I definitely think you are. Because yeah. um, I mean, you're not obviously you're not drafting a quarterback. Nope. But, I mean, it's just you could have ten wins. I mean, I've, right. I've seen some awful football in my life, as you know, and I have embraced seven and nine division championships and gone <laughs> to the playoffs. So you, you got to embrace this. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised by this spread because your team is rolling. The Saints suck at this point. Um, so I this is this is one of my locks of the week. I got the Bucks. Yeah, I don't understand this line whatsoever because the way you beat this Bucks team is through the air, and you're telling me you're trusting. Derek Carr to cover two and a half. What? Not me. What? No shot. <laughs> like well, this. This clip's gonna come back to bite me in the ass, probably. But like, what? Are, what are we talking about here? Like, this team is not beating us. Like, they they don't have a path forward, in my opinion, unless some real stupid stuff happens, which I guess is always possible when these two teams get together. Um, but we are rolling a bit here. They took oh, our. They must have heard. You made five wins in the month of December. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> Baker is just torching teams right now. Um, they got White involved, which they listened to the podcast, apparently. We said it a couple weeks ago. You were the kind of leading the charge there. That has been fantastic for us. I know people are like charming in about our EPA rush numbers. That's over the longevity of the entire season. Yeah, it's not like phenomenal recently, but it's an improvement offensively. Um, so, yeah, give me the bucks. Like, I bet them already. I couldn't believe I was getting under a three. Like, I'm not. No. <laughs> Don't it's overthink crazy. it. Crazy. And then you have Carolina. You guys are going to win 10 games. Dude. I know. It's going to be, we're going to make ourselves the division champs. We're going to go to the playoffs. And I'm honestly, you play Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Once again, secondary, dead, <laughs> miserable. <laughs> so we're a great run defense. Go figure with Todd Bowles as your head coach. You're going to stuff the run. You're going to blitz a lot. And your back end is going to be exposed if you have any form of injuries, which we've had. Yeah, <laughs> so that might be. That might be the other negative. Well, welcome back, Todd Bowles next. Not Todd Bowles next year. That is for sure the negative. Love, like, very great guy, but do not want him as my head coach. I got Baker. I'm going to be saddled no. with Baker and Todd Bowles for like another two years at a minimum, which I do love Baker. Like every time I watch him, like, God damn it, I wish you were just like an all star yeah. in this league. It would be so much fun. <laughs> Only you were six five. Yeah, only if you were, only if you had the body of Josh Allen would this be electric. <laughs> That that would go to his head. We don't need a baker that can talk that kind of shit and back it up. <laughs> Dude would be a menace. Oh, um, yeah. absolute menace! God, he'd be running people over left and right. That would be awesome. <laughs> he'd be Cam Newton. He'd be Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, if he had Josh Allen's body. Um, all right. Rams Giants lines at five over under 44 Rams are favorite Tommy DeVito show is over Tyrod Taylor the ultimate professional steps back into the reins here mm-hmm. we doing anything with this game any real thoughts here nah, I mean, this is just a terrible game um, I would just probably take the Rams but I will root hard for the Giants keep moving in the draft mm-hmm. yep that's about my analysis every year because this is a year that we we had the Rams pretty low on our, our, our rankings. I'm just once again in awe of Sean McVay, just the head coach that he is and what he's able to muster out of a roster that is lacking a lot. 
is a yeah. polite way to say it. <laughs> um, and he just continues to find ways to scrape together respectable football team. Like I just, it's incredible. Um, but that is the Rams, I guess, and, and Sean McVay. Panthers, Jags, whew, two teams <laughs> battle the Tigers. Um, well, not really Tigers, big cats. lines at six over under 38 is there a more disappointing team than the jacksonville jaguars this season pretty disappointing because i was pretty high on them i mean remember back back at their their london trip just just (laughs) world-class travelers just getting back-to-back victories i love this team at one point but man it has gotten bad um like i said battle the big cats fun big cat fact uh fact a panther is not really an animal. It's just a, a jaguar or a leopard that is black. Fun fact. Fun fact. Look at that. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. So really, this is turning into Animal Planet jag- over here. <laughs> really, this is jaguars versus jaguars. Just pointing that out. Um, yeah. This game. Yeah. This is a bad game. Um, the the Jags have kind of let me down. I mean, they're still obviously in the playoff race, but I was pretty high on them. And just you know, just hoping they'd be one of those obscure teams to go to the Super Bowl or something. I always yeah. grasp at that. Um, it's gotten pretty bad. And the Panthers, they're starting to fight a little bit here at the end of the season. Um, it's its ugly, but they're still fighting. They're still staying in games. They're still losing. Um, but I'll actually probably take them here plus six. I don't hate it. Trevor Lawrence, this whole team, I just, I had such high hopes for Jacksonville this season. I, I'm with you. I thought they were going to be a surprise team and kind of mm-hmm. catch a lot of people off guard. And they, they, time showed that streakiness of like oh shit maybe the Jags will put it together here late in the season I don't really see that happening at this point in time but yeah give me give me a little feisty panther action there um Falcons Bears I was shocked that the Bears were a three-point favorite this is a game I expected more to be like two and a half at that uh lines at 38 we finally got rid of the Desmond Ritter show in Atlanta. Thank God. I've never seen... Well, that's not true. I had Jameis, but at least Jameis had the up end. Like, I was going to say, I've never seen guys throw away games quite like Desmond Ritter, but <laughs> Jameis... <laughs> Jameis was my quarterback for quite some time, but at least he had the high-end capacity. I saw somebody tweet that Jameis should end up in Minnesota next year. Holy hell, could that be just a... <laughs> you want to talk about roller coaster ride. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Bears, Falcons. I I feel like we kind of got the high end of the Bears market here at the rate. That I, I don't love that number. I'm 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 very strongly considering a Falcons wager here. Is am I an idiot for this? Where Where are we at with this? Um, I don't know. This is tough. The Bears have been playing better as yeah. of late. Um. The Montez sweat trade looks like it's going to work out for both teams. Love, love seeing Montez play hard. He's playing well. Um, I don't know. This is this is a bad one. This is a tough one. I'd probably lean. I think I'd lean Bears actually, just a little bit. All right. Um, but I, I don't. It's really just this is just my this is just gut lean. I don't really have any reason behind it other than they, you know they've been playing better and it's just in Chicago. I'm assuming it's going to be chilly, windy. <laughs> um, Taylor can't really throw the ball in the wind. That's now, fair. Atlanta can run the ball like all the time. That's fine. But um, yeah, I think, I, I think I'll lean bears here a little bit. Fair enough. I like it. Go with the gut. Um, Titans, Texans, lines at four. CJ Stroud is on pace to play at this t- point in time. Um, two teams that 
The future is bright for the Texans. The Titans, they feel like they're the next iteration of just the Steelers. Not necessarily that they're going to have the same kind of success, but that they're constantly just going to be in limbo with the way that this team and this coaching staff operates. Like, I just continue to get the feel that, like, this is a limbo team for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I I do kind of agree with you. It's just, it's like, I I don't know what this team is going to do. CJ Stroud coming back, that is a big impact. Obviously, you know, I, you know, we haven't seen this, you know, rookie come back from, from time off. You know, you do have to kind of, you know, worry, does he get a little rookie rust or anything like that? I don't think so. He's 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 had such a good season. And Titans, it, it's just coming down to a – it's been a real disappointing season for them. They've kind of been able to stay in games, but they're still losing a bunch of games at the end. So I'd take the Texans here. They need it more. Um, they have more to play for, just, you know, their younger, hungrier team. So, yeah, give me Houston. Yeah, that, that that's fair. Um, yeah, nice five win team from good old uh, Tennessee Titans there, but they just drag teams down to their level every time. With CJ Stroud yeah. back, I I am going um, private Texans here. I, I haven't put a wager on it, but that's probably where I would I would lean. Colts Raiders, whew, man, that's a that's a, those are teams that like to gamble with their QBs. <laughs> um, lines at three and a half, over under forty three and a half. You, Antonio Pierce train is getting a lot of steam, which I don't know how I feel long-term about that coaching hire. Um, if that is the direction they end up going, then again, it can't get worse than Josh McDaniels. Um, what, what are we feeling here? Is there a play here that you see, or is this, this just kind of a, a pass kind of game? Yeah. I mean, it kind of leans like a bit of a pass kind of game, just because you this Colts team, they're so weird. You know, they score 31 week, they score 10, they score 13, and they score 31. You know, I, I can't get a grasp for this Colts team. And obviously, Vegas has been, you know, Pierce has them fired up. So I lean Vegas, but I this, I mean, I'm not playing this terrible game. He's coming out in those black Air Force Ones, got the team rocking and rolling in the right direction. It's interesting to say the least. I mean, what, didn't even complete a pass in the second half and still beat? Beat the Chiefs like they could play in the second quarter, yeah, <laughs> and then the second half. It's incredible. What world are we living in? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what is this NFL season? I don't, I don't understand it. It just boggles the mind as to what is going on right now. Um, but yeah. yeah, he's he's got the boys playing hard for them. Steelers Seahawks lines at three and a half over under 41. And a, or just 41, I apologize. No, no hook. Um, I feel like this has got to be a Geno Smith game. Like this yes. to me comes down to like, do you trust Geno or do you not? And if you trust Geno, I think the Seahawks are probably the side. If you don't, eh, it might become a little bit more interesting. What are what are your kind of thoughts around this one? Yeah, I, I think this is probably Geno game. Um, one thing that you know worries me a lot about. Seattle and just that hook alone is Seattle likes to win when they do win. They're, they're close. I mean, mm. the last four wins they have, three of which are within three points, then it's four points. So that's kind of crazy to look at. Um, but this is Pittsburgh traveling across town, across the country. Sorry. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Mason Rudolph, I'm assuming, is playing. He's, yeah. He's probably, he, maybe he's looked like the best quarterback they've had so far this year. Which is saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, so, I don't know, maybe he comes back to us a little bit. We all have seen Mason Rudolph. We know, you know, George Pickens isn't going to break any touchdowns and he probably come back and have eight yards this game because he makes no sense as well. So I'll go with Seattle here. 
Uh, both these teams do need it, but I'll go with Seattle. But who knows? I, I shouldn't say that because uh, does Tomlin need this win to finish with nine? Oh, uh-huh. so he's he's probably gonna win. Yeah. God. What do you know what the record is? What do you do with the Tomlin situation? I heard this is not my take, so I'm not claiming this take, but I liked the take. He needs to pull a. You know, there needs to be a similar situation to Andy Reid and with the Eagles, where it's kind of like, all right, we've we've capped out what we can do with this franchise. It's time to move on and take our talents elsewhere, and probably have success doing so. Yeah, he's at eight and seven right now. So, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. right, so he needs one more win. I, I still go Seattle though. Yeah, I think they play the Bengals last week of the season. So there's your there's your win. Um, there it is. Do you think Tomlin leaves the Steelers in in, in Pittsburgh? I think, what does he have, one more year after this year on his contract? I think so. I think. I mean, I think he'll be back next year. And just, I don't, to me, the Steelers, unless something miraculous changes, they're the exact same team next year. I mean, they've been the exact same team for three <laughs> straight years. So I could see, yeah, I would say, you know, say he goes, say say next year he finally goes eight and nine, doesn't finish about 500. I could see him be like, all right, you know what? That was fun, but you know, time to move on. I, I could see it happening. I could see it, and I, it, it would have to happen this off season. But the only team that made sense, if they were to, if somebody were to try to make a move, in my opinion, was the Chargers because yes. it's a complete rebuild. But you have your quarterback solidified, you have your left tackle solidified. You're bringing in a defensive-minded head coach who just knows how to win, and you need to rebuild that defense so badly, like that. If if they were to pull off a similar now the Bucks were obviously ready to win at the time but a trade for a co- uh, coach that's the only thing I could think that makes sense to move this season where you're like we don't want to wait another year he's our guy I don't think that's gonna be the case I think they're gonna go offensive mind in Chargers land but that was the only franchise I thought that made sense to like move this season <laughs> yeah that would make a lot of sense for sure um, Bengals Chiefs oh man the Bengals. <laughs> They let their two safeties go last year, and that back end has just fallen completely off. This is a team that is fighting hard. I'll give them that, and that is the Zach Taylor effect. I haven't thought he's a very good game manager or play caller, but he has turned that organization's mentality around in the right way, and they are fighting. Um, But they did get shellacked. You've got a Chiefs team that is throwing helmets and freaking out on the sidelines. What do we do here? What do we make of this? Is this a get-right spot, or do the frustrations continue? <laughs> I think it's it's probably a get-right spot. I don't know if it's a cover-seven-point spread get-right spot. <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, and if it's not a get-right spot here for the Chiefs, then they really need to smack that panic button. Um, it's just, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kansas City, because yeah, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. But so far in his career, it's it's been sunny and seventy five the entire time. Um, now he's finally facing a little bit of adversity, um, and they they are you know starting to show you know some frustration, no doubt about that. Uh, the Bengals, though, I mean, they just they got their ass kicked. I, I mean, I don't know if Jamar Chase is playing, but he was matter. spotted at practice know, today. Know. I saw that, but I don't okay. know where he's he if he's going to trend for the game or not. But he was at practice today. I did see that gotcha. video. That's big. Um, so that that would help a lot. Um, and while I do think this Chiefs team, they need this. Uh, they need this game. This is the perfect game for them. I don't know if they're going to cover seven. This 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 screams more like a six point five point game to me. Um, so I would go Bengals covering, but Chiefs not not really not. It's not like a like last minute type game. Just kind of maybe maybe a backdoor or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't trust them at seven. 
I, if you can't get right here in the passing game for the Chiefs, this is bad. And you're right. This is the first time he's had to really face some adversity. And we've talked about this extensively at this point of like, you know, what is this franchise going to do when they have to go through that next iteration? It was always going to happen at some point because he was a young QB. You had an aging Travis Kelsey. And you thought Tyree Kill was event was going to be there forever, but they decided to not make that a thing. <laughs> Man, so now you're in the position where you got to try to rebuild a second time for a dynasty run, and we'll see. I don't know. This is this is where they're at. Um, Broncos, Chargers, Russell is obviously done, cooked. What what do we make of that? Terrible, terrible game. I mean, they're they're throwing it. Um, Chargers are throwing it too. I would. I'd go Chargers. Yeah. I don't know why, but I would. Just why not at this point? Like, I wonder what that'll do to the Broncos locker room. We'll see how beloved, you know, Russ was. Do they come out completely flat just throwing it, mm. or do they have a little fight in them? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. That's an ugly situation. That it is. Packers, Vikings, lines at one, over under 43 and a half. Both these teams, Vikings are still fighting. So are the Packs for a playoff spot here. I feel like the injuries are a little too much to overcome for the Vikings, but you also have a guy in Jordan Love. Do you trust him that much to go win you a game like this? That's tough. I mean, Sunday night game, I pick the better quarterback in this situation. It probably is Jordan Love, so I'll, <laughs> I'll go with the pack. I'm going Packers simply off injuries. I love what the coaching staff has done with the Vikings. They have put pieced this thing together as best they could, but... I think the injuries just run their course. You're without TJ. You might be without Addison. The defense is banged up. Give me the Packers here in this spot. So that is what I got. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Nothing major. I really like your bucks. I love it. That's what we got. That's the consensus on the show. I'll tweet out some extra picks on the socials. Make sure you follow there. But we're in consensus. The bucks are the play this week. I love it. (laughs) Love it. That'll do it. Peace. Oh, got that right in. (laughs) That was nice. All right. It's going to cut us off here any second. I'll see you, man. (laughs) Later.